who know yep. that nobody in lower management at Ulta is making the damn coupon <laughs> rules and putting them Literally. in the upper Derby times for you to then cut out and mm-hmm. bring to Ulta. That's not mm-hmm. what Becca is doing. Becca is making sure all these cashiers yeah. are ready, are armed with firearms to defend the Ulta. <laughs> Hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Hi, we're Quinn and we're we're Becca. And we're Becca. And welcome to Man of Pixie Jumpscare, a podcast where we talk openly about our shared delusions. Passions. And and love love for each other. Okay, now right into the episode. (laughs) <laughs> quickly quickly sorry guys okay, Becca guys. some of the someone's wi-fi is acting up a little bit we have good reason to believe it's <laughs> Becca's it's it yeah um but I did not get a notification that my internet connection was unstable yeah thank god thank so, god because yeah. Becca was giving very but my mom Elsa. did have to stop <laughs> and that she was, was frozen oh. I was serving freeze. I was serving freeze. <laughs> um, my mom, I did interrupt her 13 Reasons Why episode because for some reason she decided she needed to start watching that what's, show. What's wrong with your mom? <laughs> oh. Where do we start, Quinn? <laughs> where to <laughs> where, begin where on that one? Where do we one? start? <laughs> oh. oh my God. To be watching 13 Reasons Why in 2021. Yeah. It's... <laughs> <laughs> so crazy because <laughs> Quinn's serving frozen in time. That <laughs> with my full chest. Twenty twenty one. So she lied. It was all a lie. The way I said that with my full ass chest. Oh my god, guys. That was crazy. crazy. Oh. Right. oh wow. Never again. Never again. Anyways, so yeah. Oh my God, Becca and I are back again for another damn episode of this podcast. But it's true. we've been on a recording hiatus for a little while now. So long. Like about three weeks, three if weeks? not more. Yeah. Which it is too long for Quinn and I not to talk to each other for hours. No, literally criminal behavior, I believe. Uh-huh. Yeah. Criminal. I'm trying to find because last we recorded, I was in France. Which honestly feels like eons. It was November 7th. <gasps> it was three weeks yesterday. It was three weeks. Yeah. Wow. The anniversary of oh our God. three weeks. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Crazy. And um, my God. So Beck and I have no idea what's going on in each other's lives since then. Yeah. <laughs> um, no small ideas. But so Maybe we're just going to do a little catch up. As friends, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you guys, the audience, are friends as well. So we want to, you know, make sure you know everything's going on with us as well. Um, yeah. Last time we did this, I was in Berlin. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Long time ago. Wow. Um, and now, if you're watching this, you you might have deduced that I'm actually back in the united states but you can tell by the cowboy hat in the corner yeah that that's only only in america i'm touching it yeah (laughs) um 
<laughs> but Becca, since I'm I have first... one in my corner too. <gasps> no, it's true. Fuck my whole life up. I miss you with the cowboy blues. Um. Anyway, since I went first last time, Becca. Mm-hmm. I want to know from you what the hell is going on yeah. in your life even. You have three <laughs> whole weeks to talk about. Oh, it's true. And I think. I think where we left off was I was about to go to Pittsburgh, correct? Yes. For Macy's yeah. birthday. Yes. Fresh off an award winning performance at Ulta Beauty. Mm hmm. Yeah, so you're heading so to true. the big city as an award winner. Yeah. And that was a lot. And uh-huh. the drive did feel faster because of it. Yeah. My little angel wings took me there. Um, but it was generally really lovely. Um one thing did oh yeah, me and Macy dressed up as Maddie and Cassie from Euphoria. Oh, look on my Instagram. Oh, yeah. serve of the century. <laughs> serve of the century. It really was just actually. too. It was too perfect. It was crazy. And, and I had to put that on my story because I said, um, I do appreciate it. I said, it's art. It's art, actually. And so <laughs> I, I am a consumer of art, especially in the visual nature. Mm-hmm. And to me, I was like, this needs to, this, people need to see this. I need to, I need to lend my platform, small it may be. Thank you so much. And we thank yeah. you. And we do. Because it will live on. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, but yeah, it was so good to see Macy. Um, one thing also that was interesting and special about when I was there, and I think I texted you about this, but Macy had a hair appointment on Saturday morning. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, I'm going to go for lunch with a friend in Pittsburgh. And so then I had a lunch with um, a friend and it's something, and I did something in which I cannot stop thinking about it and it will live on. It's probably one of the biggest regrets of my life. And that was when he put his card down and offered to pay for both of our meals. I just immediately accidentally said no. But then I was like, oh, and then I felt like I couldn't be like, wait, never mind, you can. So I put my card in as well. This is something I'm really good at, actually. Getting paid for? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Like, I'm very much, if somebody puts down, I go, oh, no. And they're like, oh, I insist. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I just like I don't know I instinctively like I didn't even think about it I was just like no no you couldn't you're trying to be a feminist about it Uh, I guess like uh, (laughs) am I really that feminist that I would instinctively do that that's crazy as former guest of the podcast Lauren Taylor once so bravely said yeah ask not what you can do for the patriarchy but what the patriarchy can do for you (laughs) She's so smart. We should Literally. have her on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Taylor, I will I will say she is somebody who knows how to weaponize femininity in an impressive <laughs> way. She's 
what's her sign again? Capricorn. Yeah. <laughs> totally. She, she knows how I to need do to that. see her chart. <laughs> Lauren, come back on the pod. <laughs> um, That's a great episode where we just look at the charts of our friends without them here. <laughs> <laughs> and they have to listen <laughs> yeah tune in to hear what we think of you oh my god yeah but yeah so i regret it and then i've like toyed with the idea of like venmo requesting him but i haven't <laughs> i actually decided i did want a free lunch <laughs> Please, especially because we went to the porch. So the lunch was like $25. Most expensive place you could possibly ever eat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but literally. it's worth it, actually. <laughs> it's worth it. It's fully worth it. Um, you will have yeah, an amazing so... meal, but it will cost. <gasps> could you imagine? Do you... Is the porch what? on Uber Eats or like yeah. DoorDash or anything? That must cost a million dollars, actually. <laughs> no, it's crazy. My We did it one time from the apartment because my... Um, it was before actually my whole family went to see the drag seed. Oh. And it was like an extra like $20. And for context, it's a block away. <laughs> Literally. So, no, yeah. something about I tweeted about this, but Uber Eats, I- I've talked about it on the podcast before, Uber Eatsing, DoorDashing, anything like that, minimum $30,000 you're doing like every uh-huh. time you do it. And it's never worth it. It's a down payment on like a never. house every time you just want like a <laughs> slice of pizza. And, and you have to be bullied by the person who's trying to deliver you things. Oh, they will call your phone. They will blow you up. <laughs> oh my God. No. We I and that's the other part of the tweet. They will not only like charge you your first child, they will also send you 40 notifications. <laughs> yeah. They're like, your we're driver, we're four feet away. Your driver, and then they're like, moved, we can't find you. Your driver has moved one tenth of a mile. Your driver has moved 500 <laughs> feet. You're like, <laughs> your oh driver stopped for a treat. <laughs> your, driver your driver's stopped. doing his taxes. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just everything, it's too much. Yeah, but anyway, anyway, um, Pittsburgh was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, well, I was in Pittsburgh. I have to take this opportunity to tell the story of a close friend of mine. And that is Lauren, not Taylor. Lauren, my home friend, Taylor. Caroline oh, wait, Polachek, wait. impersonator to the Lauren. stars. <laughs> Lauren, just Lauren. No, t- Lauren, hold the Taylor. Um, <laughs> okay. Hold the girl. She- and that girl's name is Taylor. <laughs> oh, I'm giggling again. Fuck, dude. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> But okay, so Lauren, my my dear friend, I had not heard from her in like 24 hours. So I was like, what's going on? <laughs> um, and then she texted me in the late hours of the evening. She was like, sorry, I've been selected for federal jury duty. Oh, yeah. this is my dream. Like- <laughs> this is my dream. <laughs> you wanna? Yes. Uh, no, I would serve on a jury no i would be one of those people. your libra moon i'm one of those yeah. freaks who goes no literally i'm one of those freaks who like go i if when i get summoned to jury duty i'm gonna it's gonna be like the most serious day of my life ever actually i'm gonna try That's to like insane. no i'm gonna no i'm gonna be that person that goes and like tries to get picked 
Wow. I'm going to be like, I want to be here so bad. (laughs) What an interesting take. I've never heard anyone say that. Fascinating. Um, Wow. Okay. I end up getting on like the next OJ trial and I have to be in sequester for like months. (laughs) Months. No, exactly. No, that's what I was worried was going to happen to my friend Lauren. And then I was like, I literally was like, oh my God, are you new girling me? Like where I can only wave at you through a hotel window and I only see her shadow. But good thing her trial only lasted two days. But I was like, girl, she ended up getting selected though. Oh my God. And I was like, how did you like... I would just lie and say I knew everyone. And she was like, <laughs> and I would also like, if I had to, I would be like, I am, I do have prejudice and it's bad. <laughs> but she said, she said that um, the first question they asked, first of all, everyone's in the room, even the people who are suing each other. Are oh, yeah. In the room. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then they say it's illegal to be racist while you're on a jury so is any raise your hand if you're racist and she was like i couldn't raise my hand and i was like girl i might have had to been like (laughs) did people self-report like did any is anybody in the is anybody in the year 2022 willing to like fully raise their hand and be like i am racist (laughs) i'm extremely right she said no one did um probably because you're in a room full of people they said come on guys be honest (laughs) <laughs> but she also said a girl that our age wore like those cookie monster pants and got dismissed <laughs> immediately and i was like girl she that, had a plan that, she knew what to do that was a plan that's the hidden immunity <laughs> idol of like jury duty <laughs> jury duty of philly jury if you show up with a bag of hot cheetos to jury duty <laughs> <laughs> it's so true oh, you are getting <laughs> boinked out you are yeah. getting ejected you'll sit down in your seat and it'll be like <laughs> <laughs> exactly they don't even pay you for the day yeah but oh my um, God. crazy so wait it so was just federal jury to... did, he, did she have to go like she went to, to washington dc oh oh girl <laughs> girl so okay girl um she sat before washington. the supreme court <laughs> she had met mr joe byron and <laughs> no but I, have. I guess like if Joe ever was sued, he would be he would need a jury. And it could be you, Quinn. It could I be wouldn't you. be able to I wouldn't <laughs> be able to sit on it. Because you know that man from Delaware. Yeah, I definitely, you met him. I would not him. be able to <laughs> sit on that. Wow. Dang it. Okay. I don't think anybody could. Like I don't know. How they could don't you really... not know? Yeah. Yeah. Weird. How could you not have like a strong opinion on Joe Biden? <laughs> yeah um that's crazy wait so yeah. federal like is i need to know like all about this actually like how'd she get yeah. like selected like what well she got a letter in the mail that was like show up to philly and then um apparently they randomly assign everyone a number one mm-hmm. through whatever one through 14 are like automatically the jury and then if anyone needs to be like removed from that they pick the other person up lauren was unfortunately number one (laughs) randomly selected as contestant number one she says so So, i am on the jury so she was like i'm definitely gonna be on the jury 
but then the judge told them like hey guys like i know that no one wants to be here but and i would be like sir you're wrong about (laughs) that you're actually wrong about that (laughs) you're actually wrong (laughs) 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 your honor i have during jury selection okay i know nobody wants to be here your honor i object why are you objecting (laughs) why why would you do that um but there is there was a jury selection going on on the same day that the trial would go until after christmas so lauren was like i'm actually glad and i'll just do this one get it over with um but it is crazy and then yeah what was her case can she tell you about it or yeah yeah i think she can i mean um this woman was suing this guy because she had health problems and then um she was terminated like a few months later. Ah, oh, not an ADA yeah. case. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But she actually um did not win. The so man tough for won. her. I know. Sad. She can appeal, and then I'll get called to the court. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> True. And I'll put you on that case. Wait, so like, do they like reimburse Lauren for like having to transport herself? Because Philly's like, yeah, they pay for your gas. Um, they also pay you actually like money to yeah. be on the jury, which I didn't even know. I thought you just had to like quit your job and move there. <laughs> Did she like commute back and forth? Yeah, it was only two days. It's only like an hour, mm. forty-five minutes. Oh, uh, if I had to wake up. At like 6 a.m. for an 8 a.m. court day, and I'm not even the damn criminal. Oh, I know. True. That's that would piss me off. <laughs> that would piss me off. I'd wake up mad I'd as much hell. Rather do Actually, local. maybe this jury duty thing isn't for me. <laughs> I gotta wake up early, y'all. <laughs> You're like, actually, can we move? Can we move the um proceedings a little later in the afternoon? <laughs> that's very alexis rose like i don't understand why this can't start at like 10 (laughs) a.m excuse me your honor i object to our start time (laughs) yeah the start time isn't really gonna work for me that's not an episode of ships creek somebody did jury duty one time i feel like probably probably oh my god um but yeah so that was something um man there's so much to talk about wow (laughs) Uh, this is a side note. I really want lip filler. Mm-hmm. And everyone's trying to convince me not to. I don't know, guys. Just imagine me like this. Old I support toy. it. I support it for you, but we have to like get a good technician. Because mm-hmm. I feel that something we don't talk about with lip filler enough is that people are having too much like traveling. Yes. Like when the filler goes. Yes. Movement. And I hear if you do it like correctly. That won't Mm -hmm. happen. But like it seems like everybody I've seen with lip filler has like that. And I'm like, I think it's just because everybody wants to be over pumped, honestly. Well, that's that's just the thing. I only want half a syringe. I'm a good little girl. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) 
<laughs> so I just really just want some subtlety. I just need a little something. Um. Exactly. I just like I don't know. So I don't know. You could write that. If off, you see though. me with a fat ass lip soon. For taxes, yeah. Yeah, because you work in cosmetics. Beauty, it's a exactly. Cosmetic I had to do procedure. This to be more <laughs> I'm with you. I'm can with also you. like put you me on. You? Can you <laughs> literally, you. as someone who's in like lower <laughs> management at Ulta, can you like put yourself in like the lipstick <laughs> department? <laughs> <laughs> lipstick department <laughs> probably bro but literally i will sell so much product with a done lip no literally like, no that's that's literally it that's that's yeah. all advertising advertising yeah, is literally yeah. just there to be like you can look like this person if you buy this product and if becca shows up looking like this and i'm like it's actually the two-faced lip plumper literally and you know who's gonna buy that stacy from Ardmore. When? That's so funny you said that. Lauren's mom visited me at Ulta today and her name is Stacy. And we talked about a lip gloss. You little psychic? Yeah. I, I love you. Hey. <laughs> you little psycho. <laughs> hey, come here. I love you. It's so fun. Like we don't do it. Well, well, we haven't done it three weeks, so it's no, fun. literally. Um, and it's always an energy yeah. when we come back in the stew after a little bit of a break. It's true. It's true. Uh my god. Okay, I have a few more points on my list. Um, I had my first. Speaking of work, I had my first Black Friday experience. <gasps> it's the first time I've been out of the house on Black Friday. Yeah. Really, you never went Black Friday shopping? No, my parents were so not into it. Mm. We only really did it when we would have Thanksgiving with my cousins down at the beach. Because mm. at the Delaware beaches, there are outlets. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, so... The like, yeah, they literally, like, they live, like, 20 minutes away. So we would be like, oh. Mm-hmm. We did it, like, a couple years. Um, But yeah, now it's something that... I could literally never. I don't understand because all the deals are better online. Yeah. So and we need to talk about. Online. No. And literally also. I'm glad people are talking about this. 20% off is not a Black Friday sale. Like to me. No. That's not enough. I could use the. I could use a browser extension that I'm not going to name because they're not paying us. No. Um. Let's just say I have a browser extension. Uh huh, and it rhymes with a white little furry animal. Exactly. Rhymes with yeah. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> and sometimes I just be on my computer, and it randomly is like, "Okay, you got forty percent off of this," <laughs> and I'm like, "Thank you." And that's on Tuesday in August. Hey, even March. Literally. <laughs> Literally, I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. Um, and so for you to, as like a corporation, to be like, we're gonna give you twenty percent off, girl. You're gonna have to do lame. Yeah, lame. You're gonna have to do something crazy to get my attention. Yeah, Dolls Kill had like fifty percent off everything. Now Now that's what I'm twerking about. Yeah, exactly. No, and twenty percent like isn't even that much when you think about it. No. 
Like twenty percent on it's not. literally like twenty percent on twenty dollars is four dollars. Like what? Like get a job, get a life. To someone in lower management at Alta? Nothing. Four dollars. I'm bored of nothing. it. Literally. <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> it does nothing. Um, oh my God. Hello, no, I have I have wanted to talk about your impending holiday season in retail. So this was like the first, this was the kickoff event. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so how what wait? Was... So did you like clock in at midnight? Or what was the tea? No, actually. So I got there. I had my shift was 12 noon to 8 p.m. And um the store, so on a normal Friday, we make like $25,000. The store was projected to make $50,000 in sales. Mm-hmm. Um, Not make, do. Because okay. that's not all profit. But um, <clears throat> the time I left at 8 p.m., we were still going to be open for three more hours, and we had $80,000 in. So if that tells you how many demons I encountered... <laughs> And I love calling customers that are bad demons now. Or I just start, I just say, it's starting to get a little demonic here. It's starting to get a little demonic. (laughs) It was, okay, listen. And I've served on Red Cup Day. (laughs) You serve every day to me. Actually. Thank you. you. (laughs) But um, (laughs) no, Red Cup Day was the worst day of my life. No, Red Cup Day and this year seemed like a whole ass mess. And I wasn't even in the damn country. <laughs> so, and you felt it. And I felt, you felt it. it. It's international. The shockwaves. Mm-hmm. Um, no, Red Cup Day was stupid. There was, like, the whole floor was filled with drinks that people, like, never got to pick up because mobile orders were, like, three hours behind. All for Crazy. a stupid little fucking cup that no one ever reuses, which the point of it is to reuse it. I hate you all. Anywho. Um, but it wasn't as bad or as busy as that. But people, I don't know why when you're saving like, I don't know, 30% off maybe on the things you're buying. Um, and, you know, it's really busy. You want to get to other stores. Why you would fight with me for 10 minutes about why your coupon that excludes Black Friday deals is not working. Why would you do that? <laughs> Hear how nobody said anything in the studio audience, though? Because <laughs> yeah. nobody it's can telling. come up with a reason why somebody <laughs> would do that. It's so true. Because so Becca true. and I broadcast no, to logical people <laughs> mm-hmm. who know yep. that nobody in lower management at Alta is making the damn coupon <laughs> rules. And putting them Literally. in the Upper Derby Times for you to then cut out and mm-hmm. bring to Ulta. That's not mm-hmm. what Becca is doing. Becca is making sure all these cashiers yeah. are ready, are armed with firearms to defend the Ulta. <laughs> <laughs> I am giving them karate training to fight the demons. Literally. <laughs> firearms <laughs> becca Ulta. is giving becca is making talismans oh. to protect them from the psychic attacks that are coming <laughs> from all your negative energy <laughs> i am scalding them with evil eyes in their back <laughs> to protect their hearts 
coupons. It's true. Becca is Ooh. way too busy to be making coupons. Um, anyway. Literally. I cannot imagine. I yeah, really cannot so, imagine. Yeah, it's just like so annoying. Like you're gonna find me for three fifty, three dollars and fifty cents. <laughs> like, just get out of here. You're kidding. <laughs> um, but it really here. wasn't too bad. Other than <laughs> just leave the store. Um, it wasn't too bad. Other than that, <laughs> actually, before Black Friday though, I do have to talk about Wednesday which is famously the night that everyone goes out in their hometown. And I had never gone to the little bars near me mm-hmm. um, for so many reasons. It but honestly is something that scares me, me so much. Lauren... Yeah, but I really didn't see that many people from high school. Really? So that's okay. Yeah, because... We didn't go out. So I live in Allentown. We went mm-hmm. out in Bethlehem where like most of the bigger bars are. Um, and there college are some town. like colleges around there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was more. There was like a lot of other people there. So I really didn't well, see people from high school. Um, I did meet Lauren's cousin for the first time. Fascinating because she's I met was. Ryan so many times. <laughs> it was good. Um, He let me bum a cig- cigarette off of him. Perfect. Perfect man. Any man who will do that. Thank you. And then when we said bye to him, he was like, see you tomorrow. And I was like, so I'm actually not going to be at your Thanksgiving dinner. He got sorry to disappoint. (laughs) Sorry, sir. Um, Yeah. So I was a hometown hero for a night. And that was good. But honestly, bars and stuff like that. Yeah, that'd be so scary. I was a little like. I felt a little bit of FOMO because I was not back in the U.S. by that point. Um, and I was like, oh, mm-hmm. but then I was like, honestly, I heard because there's like everybody goes to this one area like in Delaware for it specifically. I think I picked my brother up. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was last year or two years ago, but um, first of all, you have to drive to get everywhere. So like, yeah, I did because I'm brave. This is see, that's like I I'm not going to DD, first of all. Yeah, fair enough. And I don't want to put anybody through that. Like, that's such a fucked up thing. I did offer. Because sometimes, okay. I don't know, I just am <gasps> down to be brave. You need a sober friend. Yeah. <laughs> Who doesn't mind drinking. <laughs> Who doesn't mind being in spaces <laughs> where people drink. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, I'm always yeah. fine with that. I, yeah, I can't, yeah. That would be that. Oh my god, being a DD feels like my worst nightmare. I yeah, especially on a night like that. Like if I'm gonna, I mean, ugh, I don't, don't want to think about it. You're ready for that. Don't worry, babe. Hey, stop, stop. Don't upset yourself. <laughs> yeah, I did serve my friends, my country. And we salute Becca for that. Um, everything. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And then okay, the last thing on my list. <laughs> oh boy this is a mixture of spooky exciting frightening scary yeah <laughs> yeah yeah etka, etka, etka. um so basically i believe before this my degrees of separation from lin-manuel miranda were actually the appropriate six they have been 
cut in half, if not cut in threes. Because, and hear me now, right now, Lin-Manuel Miranda has joined my aunt's community center, like where you play tennis, where you swim in New York, where she lives. Okay. So (laughs) it's very crazy. And she did tell my dad she has like, she has like this really strong feeling that at some point she will approach him and be like, you need to hire my niece, Becca. (laughs) And my dad told her not to do that. But I'm like, I think she should. (laughs) What do you have to lose? (laughs) Literally. Come on. Yeah. But I was like, that's so funny. Actually. I had such a strong reaction because like literally probably what is what is after the last person I would have guessed would have like you would have said <laughs> like Lin-Manuel like I would have never in a million years guessed that that was who you were about to say no exactly exactly it's truly crazy I'm like what the hell yeah I'm probably not more than three degrees of separation from him how do you know him I I just like know people who probably know people who know him, which is three degrees. Okay. If I know a person who knows him, is that one degree? No, that's two degrees. Famously. So one degree, like we're one degree of separation because we famously know each other. Oh, it's the lines. It's not the people. Yes. Perfect. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, two it is, two it is. So, like, is. if your aunt approached Lamelo Miranda, not even well, it depends on what you mean by no. But like, if your like aunt, they, if your aunt, her can name encounter is Cindy, each other. <laughs> close. <gasps> it's Anne. Okay, that is re- those are famously very <laughs> close names. Um, so if Aunt Anne, if, if Auntie Anne. <laughs> Goes up to um, <laughs> Lin-Manuel Miranda and says, hey, do you want to, like, get coffee or something? And they, like, maybe talk about, like, this book they both read. And then they're like, oh, my God, we should definitely read, like, more books together. And then they have, like, a little, like, book club sort of thing. And they start that for, like, the community center. Uh-huh. Then I would qualify that as knowing people. And then, like, then you know your aunt. That's one degree of separation. And then your aunt knows Lin-Manuel Miranda. That's two degrees of separation. Perfect. Okay. And so it is. And so it shall be. And then I'm definitely three degrees of separation because. <laughs> it's so true. And mm. what if one day you meet Anne? <gasps> Literally. You would also be two. What if I joined the yeah. book club? Then I'd be one. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Me and Lin-Manuel Miranda talking about detransition baby. Hey, who knows? You may have to um, first buy a residence in the Upper West Side. But after that, you can be part of this community center. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. (laughs) It's going to be like when claim it, claim it. It's going to be like that episode of Sex in the City where Samantha like finds someone's Soho House card and she's like, she like masquerades as like a person at the Soho House. Unfortunately, I can't. I can't Google with you on this because I haven't seen it. 
a great episode. What happened? Face drops so hard. Ugh. It's honestly, especially Sorry, when I'm watching, you. especially when I'm watching Sex in the City, like I have to, like I have this compulsive need to relate everything in my life to Sex in the City. Like fresh off my, like the first time I watched Is it, it really was that good? Scene. To me, yes. Okay. Fair like enough. to me, it speaks. Um, Fair enough. I, um no, like my senior year of high school after I watched it, like every everything that could possibly happen, I would be like, "Oh, this is like that episode of Sex in the City where," and then I would like say it, <laughs> and all and everybody around me was like, "You're crazy." Everybody was like, "You're an 18 year old. Why are you watching Sex in the City?" And I was like, "Mind your business, actually." <laughs> and then you said, "And this is like that one episode where." And this is like that one episode. Samantha where... says, "Why are you?" <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, you're true. <laughs> you're true for that. Um, oh my goodness. But basically, yeah, that's been my three weeks. I oh, I got moon boots been... too. <gasps> what are moon boots, Quinn? Those big fat boots. <gasps> Wait, can you show me? Yeah, yeah, of course. Here. Can you show the viewing Sit in audience? silence for a second. Okay. Yeah, of course. Because Becca and I are about to, in a little short... <gasps> oh, my God. You may have seen them on Dula Peep's feet. Oh, they're these big-ass snow boots, God. bro. Uh, they're so comfy and cute. Yeah, right? Yeah. Oh, oh my god they're so 2000 slay i know what oh my god more on that later i do have something relating to that in an upcoming episode back and i are doing but whoa okay um noted yeah oh fabulous okay so are you are you feeling you got all your three weeks out? Uh, I've said what I need to say. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Becca and I are going to throw it to a small little break. And then we'll be back. Short, yeah. To discuss whatever the hell I've been up to. Ooh. Oh, the oh Wow. That was so cultured of you, Quinn. Or is it Omeo Dio? I don't know, guys. I'm not Italian. Not... Oh, yes, me. Okay, I don't know. I that's... thought you were speaking Spanish, so that's crazy. No. Italian and Spanish are famously sisters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I can't blame myself. Not even cousins. Um, If you want to know what's going on in Italy... I really implore you all to tune into White Lotus season two. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, me. Also, I need you to know, like the White Lotus theme song, Becca, at least for season two, because okay. it is going to be playing at every function I am at for. Fair enough. The rest of my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's such okay, a banger. Good. Anyway. Wait, speaking of functions, how long are you in America for? 
an indeterminate amount of time, but like at least a month. Okay. At least until the new damn year. (laughs) Thank Gord. All right. We've got to, we got to do some big, big planning after this. I know we got to meet up. Anyway. Yeah, it's true. It's true. But obviously, a lot has happened because the last time we talked, you were in a different country, nay, continent. I know. So I'd love to know about all the places you've been and how you ended up damn here after all this time. So, Quinn, what the hell even has been up with you? So, when last we spoke, when last we recorded in, you know, a new app. Um, yeah. I was in Annecy, France. And so I believe either the day after or two days after I went to Paris. Um, and guys, I was like, so before my trip, I was like, mm-hmm. I was planning to do Paris much earlier, but because I got held up in Greece, um, yeah, because my implants were held at gunpoint, um i (laughs) had to rearrange my travel itinerary a little bit Mm -hmm. and so i didn't get to go to paris but when i was sitting in amsterdam watching all the people go by sitting in a little cafe i was like i need to do this in paris so Mm -hmm. i made the decision then that i'm like i'm going to paris so um i went to paris and guys i was trying to hedge my expectations like i was like uh like, how good can I actually be? Like, everybody wants to go to Paris. Like, she's that girl. Like, it it, it mm-hmm. has to be, like, overrated. It has to be overrated. Guys, I was obsessed with the results, actually. <gasps> really? I was obsessed. Hey. Uh, should I go? Should I go? Yeah. Okay. I believe right. we should go. <gasps> yes. Oh my god. Love to. No. Um Paris was it was just everything. Like it, it it there was there was something magical to it. Like there was a little touch of magic. Like it was just it was it was it's so, beautiful. Did did you see the Eiffel Tower? <sighs> yes. Ooh, so okay. I so I again I was trying to be like oh, the Eiffel like it's so corny but I was like but I was like you know everybody like everybody does the Eiffel Tower and like everything I was reading was like okay yeah the Eiffel Tower is touristy it's corny but like you kind of have to do it especially to your first time to Paris and so yeah. I bought this little like skip the line ticket because it's like a whole thing to get to the Eiffel Tower and so mm-hmm. my ticket was for like 5:30 p.m., which was around sunset. And so the sun had started to go down. And like I had already done walking tour that day. They were trying to like tell us the history of like the tower a little bit more. And I was like, girl, I heard this all already. And I was like, so I was a little irritable going into it, even. Also, mm-hmm. like I was in like a group, and the people in my group were a little annoying. I did meet two Italian women, and the group was in english like the speaking parts of it and they had like no knowledge of english (laughs) um so like (laughs) they like when like the guide would like give us directions and stuff they would just like not understand but they like (laughs) they like pointed at me and they were like we follow you 
Oh. And so I, I was like helping them like through everything and like telling them where to go, like just with like pointing and stuff because I, I don't speak Italian. Um, yeah. They sensed though that I'm one of them. Um, <laughs> they knew. And so hair. I'm already like, I'm already a little like irritable, like going. Plus, it's like waiting in a line. And, like, I hate waiting. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. We ascend. So you have to get in two separate elevators. So the first elevator. So there's like a first floor. I forget what they call it. It's called like the first floor, the second floor, and then there's the summit. So you go up to the first floor. That's where they have like the restaurants and stuff. Or that's where Mm -hmm. they have like some restaurants and stuff. And then the second floor is like the observation deck. So you can like start to walk around. That's only about, I forget how tall it is. Um... I forget how tall the Eiffel Tower is, but um Hello to all. Yeah, it's like is it a meter? Or no, that's no, that's not right. A <laughs> hundred eh. Eiffel. <laughs> right. Eiffel Tower. <laughs> a meter. It's closed right now, so we can't go. Maybe one um, kilometer. It's a kilometer, yeah. Or no. Is that feet? Yeah, feet. Oh, so it's like a thousand, it's like a thousand feet, basically. Oh, like okay. the summit's like a thousand feet in the air, basically. And so wow. the like first observational floor where you can like look out is probably like maybe like 300 feet off the ground. Okay. So like good views, but like not, you know, anything like crazy. But yeah, it was beautiful because the sun was going down and the moon was rising. So <gasps> on the one side, you had the sunset and on the other side, you had the moon rise. And so I was oh like God. taking in the views and I was like, oh, this is beautiful. And then I decided to summit like right before like the moon rose. And so I got all the way to the summit. And so I look at the sunset. I was literally had tears in my eyes. It was so beautiful because <gasps> it was just like it was a completely clear night. It was like beautiful. And so it was the night after the harvest moon. So the moon was really full and like. So you have that on one side, and on the other side, you have the sunset, like, painting the sky in all these beautiful, like, warm colors. And, like, I was looking at the sunset, literally crying, and then I went over to the moon side, and I literally could see, like, the moon moving. Because, <gasps> like, the moon was literally rising, and so I could, like, I don't know if it was because of how high I was, but I could literally see the moon physically, like come up over like the horizon it was magic like i'd and never so, seen anything like that i urge all the flat earthers in the world to simply go to paris mm-hmm. and go to the eiffel tower yeah and stand at the summit which is approximately 200 lady gaga's tall oh. approximately <laughs> <laughs> and and i urge point. you to look at the moon come over the horizon yeah yeah oh my god no it was honestly so beautiful i was really up there for like an hour oh, just going from so side lovely. to side being like oh <laughs> <laughs> and then when they do the light show because so every hour after dark the eiffel tower like lights up yeah it twinkles right yes for five minutes used to be 10 but now it's five Okay. Um, and so they do it every hour on the hour. And so I was up for the first one and it was like strobe up there. It was like club beats. Mm. Almost, like not 
not club <laughs> beats, but like, but, but the lighting was very club. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then honestly, it was, it was, I feel so corny, but it was like, it was so beautiful. I can't imagine. Uh, yeah. Oh my it was God. Honestly, yeah. I also believe I might like French Baroque more than Italian Baroque. Which is something and I realized. Okay, babe. Mm-hmm. I didn't even go that's to Versailles. Okay. Saving that for the next time. Yeah. Say for me and you. We, yeah. We got to go to France. Yeah. We're going to walk into we Versailles. We should dress and up. Like, oh, this is yours. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we heard you own this. No, that's what we heard. <laughs> no, no. That's why I'm excited for the next time I like go places and I can actually like not just have like weird like neutral clothing that i packed for this trip because like if i can mm-hmm. actually go to paris and like take like what i want don't yeah oh, <laughs> oh. People, people are gonna, gonna be die. scared yeah um people are gonna die that's what um, i heard too <laughs> a lot of people are scared. mass casualties um <laughs> i also she i also saw like the, the moulin rouge um the white worm I saw as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I was on this tour of Montmartre, which is like this. I just said that so bad. Um, but it's this neighborhood in Paris where the Moulin Rouge is. And it's like on a hill. Um, mm-hmm. And my tour guide was like, okay, so the Moulin Rouge is like this cabaret place. that's like historical and famous and all this stuff. Made a movie off of it with Nicole. Um <laughs> with the lady from the AMC ad. Um, <laughs> and, uh, that lady with the striped suit. She, or my tour guide, he was a man, actually. Um, he, he was like, oh, guys, she but don't. Kidman. He was like, oh, guys, but don't go to, like, if you want to go to the show at the Moulin Rouge, like, you can, but it's really expensive and, like, not really, like, quality, like, burlesque, or not burlesque, um, cabaret performance. And he's like, I'm I'll show mm-hmm. you a place where if you want to like see cabaret, you can see cabaret. So like an hour later, we're mm-hmm. in the tour, we come upon this place. And he's like, guys, this is the place I was talking about where you can see really good cabaret. And what is it? But the damn Lapin Agile. Which oh, famously I was gonna play. Too. <laughs> I was gonna play in high school called Picasso at the Lapin Agile. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. And so that was like crazy. Um and yeah, I um yeah. I went to the Louvre. Uh mm. crazy. I saw I'm so jealous. I know. It was I was crazy. supposed to go to Paris. I was really? supposed to go to Paris spring of 2020 for spring break with Neela. Whoa. Um and then yeah, something happened that I don't remember. Yeah. Hard to know. It's yeah. Tough. Yeah. Um <laughs> I saw um not Medusa. Uh uh Mona Lisa. Oh, that that lady I that heard. Lady. Yeah. <laughs> that lady. That lady. This girl even. Um <laughs> She got that frown. <laughs> she got that smile. That Mona Lisa <laughs> smile. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Louvre was Louvre was crazy. Look, I look like Mona Lisa. <laughs> the Louvre was so big, actually, though. Like you can't like do it all in one day. And also, I was a little oh. tired, which I'll talk about in one minute. 
Okay. Um, I also went to Père Lachaise, which is a famous cemetery. Um, Are you haunted right now? <gasps> no, so I'm a so cem- no, I'm a cemetery like fan. Like I like yeah. I kind of have a newfound love for cemeteries because I went to this one in um I went to the one in Paris, Père Lachaise, mm-hmm. um, and apparently it's like the most visited necropolis. That's a word in the Whoa. world. Whoa! But there are a bunch of famous people buried okay. there. Um, I visited Moliere, who was like a classical French playwright. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Edith Piaf, who was a French <gasps> opera singer, she's buried there. Miss Gertrude Damstein, famous lesbian. <laughs> Slay! <laughs> and. Oscar Wilde. No. Yeah, he's buried there. Oh my God. I would love to. He would be such a fun person to be haunted by. <gasps> no, literally. You're like sleeping. He would like cross your legs for you. No, he'd be such a silly. He's such a silly ghost wherever he is, like existing. Like, yeah. He's such a yeah. silly little ghost. Um, <laughs> I a love him for even. that. No, um, yeah, because he was such a silly little person <laughs> in life. Um, yeah, and um, so but yeah, his his grave was like behind like a plexiglass thing, but people had like left like lip marks on it, like they would like kiss it. Um, ah, and there was all this stuff. Um, that's awesome. But yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. I found it really fascinating how there was just all this stuff for people who had died. That they will yeah. never see but like do you want to be buried or do you want to be cremated maybe if i could do, do it like opinions? these people like if i could okay. be in Where Paris like Chase with the famous people yeah or if i could be in recoleta in buenos aires which i'll talk about in a minute mm. um okay maybe i tend to think about like cremation more yeah. um but again I think when I reach that stage. Don't care. It'll be same. same we do not care. <laughs> I'll be somewhere. Yeah. I'll be somewhere else. I'll be figuring out what what goes on after. I'll be at the after party. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and. Uh, but yeah. Um. I do have to talk about a major. Major. Like probably beyond a jump scare in oh my god France, actually say it say it loud i did get a little spot of food poisoning no did Yay. you chuck up i did not chuck up <laughs> oh god this i chucked up lit. from the wrong end if you know what i mean <laughs> catch my drift chucked up a lot from the lo- i chucked up a lot from the wrong end <laughs> It's true. No, it's true. That's terrible, actually. That's it's terrible. True. No, I was. Yeah, it was a bad scene. It was bad scenes. Um, yeah. 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 Um, Are you okay? You're recovering. Yes, I, I am back to okay. normal. It, okay. it did take me like a second to get back, like to a place where everything's okay. Yeah, your elasticity. Now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, it took me back. It took me a second to get back to a place of neuroplasticity, but now I feel like I'm at that place. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was not good scenes, and like 
honestly one of the worst places you can have food poisoning in which you are just like running back and forth to the bathroom is when you're sharing a room with nine other people and honestly (laughs) the worst part was my bed because I was in like a bunk bed as is pretty standard I was on a top bunk so I had to climb a damn ladder as if I'm Rapunzel's prince every time I wanted to get into my damn bed but this, I don't, honestly, yeah. I feel like I could sue the person who invented this bed. But they didn't. Like, most bunk beds I've slept in have the ladder going mm-hmm. up. Like, the ladder is perpendicular to, like, the ladder is perpendicular to the beds. So, like... It's the on like the long side way. of the bed. Yes, the bed's going this way and the ladder is going up this way. I'm doing like a visual. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah, it's true. But the actual this bed, the bed was like this and then the ladder was on the outside of the bed like facing like this way. Or not I don't know how to describe it with words. Oh. The ladder was on the outside of the bed. And so you like crawled up the wall and then like you had to like. It was hard because you had to like go backwards (laughs) into the bed. Crawled up the wall. What the hell? The owner does need to be hurt. No, literally. Whoever. No, because like you had to. The wall. (laughs) No, you like it was like that. You had to like. And there was like a bar on the bed. So like there was like this much space. And like you had to like. I literally got calluses on my hands because I was like literally hoisting myself up. And I literally had to keep going. It was honestly terrible because like every 30 minutes I had to go to the bathroom basically. Um, Oh, God. For like a whole night. That sucks actually so hard. Yeah. Um <laughs> Yeah, so that was tough. That was that was a little tough thing I was that was going on yeah. for me when I was in Paris. Um and so yeah. But that was my little trip to Paris. Oui, that was oui. the end of the European leg of Whoa. Quinn's Rainbow Tour. But mm-hmm wasn't quite done yet so what did okay. i do but bought a damn plane ticket to sao paulo brazil uh. they said come to brazil i said okay sure um <laughs> our fans our fans they said so from paris i go to sao paulo mm-hmm. because i knew i wanted to go to south america um and i wasn't quite ready to be done yeah or like now i knew i wanted to be home for like christmas and stuff so and my birthday was coming up and so yes i was like let me let me be on the road a little bit longer and mm-hmm. so then i went out down to south america I was on a 12 hour flight which was tough oh god it's tough truly i did watch four movies though in that time What'd you watch? Blockers. Okay. Girls Trip. Okay. Um, Death Becomes Her. Perfect plane movie. I watched that on the way to Barcelona. And Happy Death Day. 
Yes. And we talked mm-hmm. about this because I yeah. love Happy Death Day. It was such a good movie, actually. Yeah. And wait till you watch the second one. It is actually a sequel that I think is equally as good as the first. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. You are gay. You are gay. <laughs> it actually was the first movie I watched um, after getting out of the hospital when being diagnosed. <gasps> I thought you were about to say it was the first movie I watched on AMC Movie Club. And I was like, that, that's that work. Um, AMC Movie Club. Um, but Bill was so excited to watch it as well. because, And it's not usually a movie he would be into, but he was like, he was so excited to see me laugh and be happy. Bill is your father? Yeah. So, yeah, it's true. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm here to clear up the rumors. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. It was nice because the movies all got progressively better. Um, uh, yeah. Have you seen Blockers? It was like a weird movie. Yeah, it is weird. But I think Ike Barinholtz is really funny. Oh, yeah. He is definitely the best part of it. I was like, I, I didn't enjoy that his character became corrupted by the other two, like, weirdo parents. Yeah. Yeah. I just think... I don't know. John Cena is not. I think the Fred movie was his best. Oh my god! No, but the butt talking scene was. It's crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, and that guy from Ryan Murphy's Hollywood was in it. Who played the guy? Rock Hudson was in it from Ryan Murphy's Hollywood. Oh fuck! That was yeah. crazy. Wow. Okay, so I'm in South. So. I wasn't like Sao Paulo, like, because I was like, I'd planned when I was like conceiving of the trip mm-hmm. to do like South America, but I wasn't planning, I didn't plan it out as thoroughly as like Europe. Um, mm-hmm. because I was like, well, I've never like done this before. I don't know if I'm going to like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so then I was like going to South America without much of a plan. And so I was like, okay. And I was looking around and trying to see where it was easiest to fly into. And like the busiest airport in South America is Sao Paulo's like international airport. And so it was kind of mm-hmm. like the easiest one for me to fly into. I ended up finding a direct flight, which was really good because it meant I didn't mm-hmm. have to travel for 25 hours and pass through different countries, immigration and like all this stuff. And your bag could stay, ideally stay with you. Mm-hmm. And I switched bags so I could do like a full carry on situation. It was nice. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. Ugh, you deserve that. Mm-hmm. Um. And so yeah, so I fly to Sao Paulo, mm-hmm. and that was interesting. It was my first time in South America. Um, it's famously summer there, or they're like ramping up for summer. Oh yeah, like Whoa. late spring. Whoa. Um. So, so it was beautiful the whole time I was in Sao Paulo. Um. It was interesting. That's definitely the least touristy place I've been to so far. Like, it's not really mm-hmm. set up for tourism, okay. which is kind of cool. Like, it has kind of a cool vibe because of that. It's very local. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I've never been to a Portuguese-speaking country either. Um, I believe there are only two of those. So, <laughs> that was a new experience. Um, Fair enough. Uh, but, yeah, it was really cool. Um, I didn't really do much there because like there wasn't like a ton to do, so I just kind of like relaxed for a couple days. Yeah. Um. Nice. Again, there probably is like if there are any Paulistas listening, there probably is a ton to do in Sao Paulo, mm-hmm. but like not like in like a touristy kind of way. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, they have a really good art museum. 
um Museum of Art Sao Paulo <laughs> mask. Okay. Um was yeah. the food good? Yes. They have really good um Sao Paulo actually has the biggest population of Japanese people living oh. outside of Japan. Fascinating. Um and so there's a lot of Japanese influence. So there was this one night I found this ramen place. Yeah. Very good, actually. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. Can I also say, not me. This is in Japanese, but it was on the menu, so I ordered it. Like, this is something okay. I always order if I see it on a menu. Kimchi. I cannot relate to you. Really? <laughs> Have you ever tried it? Is it like a relish? I've never had relish. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Me neither. <laughs> no, because relish, from my understanding, is pickles. Oh. And kimchi is fermented cabbage. Oh, I would not like that. Really? Yeah. See, that's what I thought, but I I kind of, I love kimchi. I'll let you love it. I'll let you. I'm going to get you to try it one time. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> I, love I like randomly love it. Like I like I'm like give me that. Um I love kimchi the artist. <laughs> well, what she based her name off of? Um actually they made this cabbage that's based off her. It's really good actually. <laughs> that's what I um, heard. Great marketing. Great marketing from them. But yeah, so I had some good Japanese food. Mm-hmm. I had a good poke bowl too, which is kind of Japanese. Um, okay. I was wondering. Uh, no, the night I got poke, it was because like nobody in the place I was in spoke any English, and mm-hmm. so it was like it was very much giving stacked, and that you had to like put what you wanted on your poke bowl, like you had to like tick it off a menu. Yeah. And I ordered a bunch of things that they just didn't have. I assume. Oh. <laughs> and so, um, they were like set, trying to explain it to me in Portuguese, and I was just like. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> do what you can and i was just kind of like <laughs> and i got through it and i ate it and it was good anyway okay good Slay. um so i'm from sao paulo i went to buenos aires Ooh. um in argentina and buenos aires was cool it was a little i found it interesting because like the history is such that like is that where Ooh. Jesus is? No, that's Rio de Janeiro. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Did not go there. Um, okay. <laughs> but uh, Buenos Aires is interesting because like pre-colonial or no, pre-Spanish Empire. Mm-hmm. Like there's not much really going on there. Like the indigenous populations there. Or I don't even know how true this is because like the colonizers and stuff but apparently like mm. the indigenous people who lived there weren't very like like hadn't built like architecture in the same way that like the incans for example did or like the aztecs um and so there wasn't much going on there according to the writers of history mm-hmm. i'm gonna have to do my own research on that one but and then <laughs> during the times of the spanish empire it was like the poorest part of the spanish empire and the Spanish basically just like maintained Buenos Aires because the Portuguese were in Brazil. And so they were like, mm. we gotta keep our eyes on them. Yeah. Um, and watch so this space. Yeah, watch this space. <laughs> and so Buenos Aires doesn't really start to have like a little bit of like a history until it like 
reaches independence and kind mm. of like the Peronist movement is kind of the most interesting like historical moment from it when okay. Juan and Ava were up in there running shit um and then, of course, out. and then like the dirty war which starts to get really kind of fucked up um <laughs> kind of fucked up bro <laughs> yeah it was no it was like there's some crazy stuff <laughs> south americans like they were great south american governments like just disappearing people that was crazy <laughs> disappearing people oh my god yeah i'm sure the u.s government has done some similar stuff um but anyway <laughs> for sure um, and i can speak on that I have disappeared oh my one or two people. But yeah, but Buenos Aires just very felt very much like European. Okay. And I'd already been in Europe for like two months. And so I was like ready for a little bit like a different kind of thing. Vibe. And so I was like, didn't get that in Buenos Aires. And I was just kind of like, hmm. Mm, yeah. Um, and Buenos Aires is where I like decided like because I was there like I had been in South America for about like a week, a week and a half, mm-hmm. and I had the decision. I like made the decision while I was there to like go home. I did like originally plan to be gone for like another two or three weeks before coming home. Whoa. Yeah, but I was just in. Buenos Aires and I was just really like missing home feeling homesick like missing yeah because it's just it's like I, and I talked about it I think the last time we recorded a little bit mm-hmm. um but it's like a lot like yeah yeah being away for that long and feeling like you're like missing so much first of all and then mm-hmm. also just like the thing of like being in places where you don't speak the language and like you don't you know have like an actual like space um yeah don't know anyone yeah you don't know anyone like it's yeah it's like so much effort like you can't prepare your own food you can't like like it's so much effort to just like exist every day in a way where it is not in the same way at home um yeah and so I was just kind of getting like, I was just like, okay, I need to like, I need a little break from this whole thing. And so I was in Buenos Aires and I made the decision to come home. But before that, I actually went to Santiago, Chile, because I bought a oh. um ticket to there before I decided that. Because mm-hmm. something about traveling in South America is that they're kind of particular about people who travel there having like onward travel um so like i didn't actually experience this but like sometimes you'll get to a south american country and they'll be like oh mm-hmm. do you have like a ticket to go somewhere else because they don't want you like overstaying like a visa or oh. anything like that um okay and so yeah like um it was interesting because when i would like I get to a new country and like every country I went to in South America, they asked me where I was staying and they like asked me to provide an address for like where I was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like that was a little different, but the onward travel, but since it was my first time there, I wanted to make sure I was crossing my T's and dotting my I's. Um, yeah, good plan. 
So I had the ticket to Santiago and it ended up being easier to get from Santiago back to the United States than it was from Buenos Aires. And so I was like, okay, go to Santiago. Um, And Santiago was very cool. It had a little bit more of its own vibe than Buenos Aires. Um, And yeah, I really enjoyed it. I actually had a really good last day because Santiago is surrounded by the Andes um which is a mountain range in the south america yeah a famous so, one yeah it was beautiful like when we were flying in we flew in over the mountains so beautiful um because wow. they were nice and like snow capped and oh, beautiful that's why they named those mints after it literally and andy's mm-hmm. mints delicious best mint <laughs> literally one of mm-hmm. well other than those restaurant mint you love <laughs> i know that do you know what mint is also really good? The ones that kind of look like M&M's, but they're minty. Have you ever experienced? The white one? No, but they're like all kinds of different colors. Wait, you're right. I'm picturing a pink one. I've seen this before. They're really good. Yeah. Anyway. You're right. So yeah, my last day in Santiago, it was... It was so I stayed in a hotel and famously you have to check out of those like usually before noon. Mm -hmm. But my flight wasn't until um, 1030 at night. So I was like, huh, what am I going to do? So I have to check out at 12. But then my flight isn't until 1030 at night. I'm going to spend all that time at the airport, baby. Yeah. So I found this little tour. That was going to take me to um, this canyon in the Andes. Um, That's apparently like a big weekend trip for like people who live in Santiago. And so I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, per, I'll do that. And it was like a full day thing. Like they picked you up at like seven and you were out to like, you know, three in the afternoon or something. Um, And so I registered for that. And then I get a WhatsApp message being like, hey, bestie, sir. You're actually the only person registered for this tour. <laughs> well, but we would like to upgrade you free of charge to another tour that's going out tomorrow. Oh my god. That was like 50 more dollars than the one I registered for. So Okay, per. It's like I'm saving money. <laughs> um guys. Guys. I got a literal deal. Yeah. Um, Wow, WhatsApp. And that's crazy. Literally, he said WhatsApp. <laughs> that's crazy. Oh my God, WhatsApp. Every so person in America be like on WhatsApp. Like it's their job. Yeah. No, literally. It's mm-hmm. insane. The fact yeah. that, yeah, like we had it in Barcelona. In Barcelona? When I was in Barcelona. Barcelona. Back Barcelona. In Barcelona. Um, <laughs> but uh, so they did offer to take me on this one, and it was really. It's fun. So I get picked up at 7.30 in the morning. Mm. Um, They like drive drove us through. I got driven all through Santiago because like they picked up everybody like individually. Um, oh, that's sweet. But it was cool because we got like a like I got like a full like little city tour from like the um van. And then mm-hmm. we drove out to a vineyard. And so we had oh, two tour guides. There was Alessandra who was um 
our like actual like tour guide who was from Santiago and she like spoke English and did that whole thing. Then there was mm-hmm. Jorge, who was our driver, did not speak much English, but Jorge randomly, he's a driver slash like sommelier. Because when we went to the vineyard, he was absolutely spitting about the wine. Oh. In Espanol. And Miss Alessandra was like translating. And he was saying some beautiful things about the wine. He was like, Oh my God. He showed us like a corked bottle of wine. And he was like, So the wine is sleeping. But when you, and then he starts to open the bottle. And then he like opened the bottle and he says, And now it's awake. And the oxygen's entering and like waking the wine up. And I was like, Oh my God, Jorge. (laughs) And then you got up and kissed him, I heard. True, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The Andes tell all. Yeah. Um uh, you can't hide things when you go down there. <laughs> um and so yeah, it's also I'm at a vineyard drinking wine at ten forty five in the morning. <laughs> Oops. Oopsie. I literally had four glasses of wine by noon. <laughs> you were cooked, bro. No, literally. I was yeah. <laughs> And then we went to this little like ski place because um, Chile is a really big spot for skiers. It's not ski season because it's summer down there, obviously. Um, But um, we went to like this ski resort for like lunch slash like there was a little lake called the Lingua or the Laguna del Inca. Mm -hmm. It's called that because legend has it an Incan princess. (gasps) <gasps> right after her wedding fell and died oh oopsie <laughs> and then she either fell into the lake or they like laid her to rest in the lake Aww. Um, girl she so shout out Aww. to her for real for yeah, real what a trooper um, well yeah <laughs> and Aww. there was like this like mountain in the back called Tres Hermanos or Three Brothers because it was like three little like peaks mm. of like the mountain, which is really cool. Um, it was also very high up, so like it was kind of I like climbed this little incline and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> was it anything compared to your Grecian hike? It was much higher up, but like oh. not like I didn't like. It wasn't as not strenuous. Longer. Okay, you know? gotcha. It was like not at all strenuous, but it was like actually because Greece. I don't know if we were high up enough to like actually like feel the effects of like altitude. Okay. But this one, we definitely were like we were definitely like, at least two thousand feet above sea level. Holy fuck! Yeah. Um. Oh my God. So yeah, it did get a little intense there for a second, and then yeah. we ended the tour. By visiting a farm that had llamas. Oh my god. I've never met a llama. I've met an alpaca. <gasps> How was it? They were like a little less friendly than I wanted them to be. I was like yeah, assuming so we were going to like <laughs> hug and kiss and like be get friends. to know each other intimately. But yeah. they were a little more like, mm, I don't know you. Yeah. Whereas, Not even like... Okay. Not even like used to know me. Like, I just straight up don't don't. know you actually. Okay. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Alpaca's like, I know you and I'm gonst to spit on you. Oh, really? Gonst. Yeah. (laughs) They're like, one thing about me, 
I'm going to fucking spit. I was afraid the way the llamas were looking at me that they were like about to spit on me. But I was kind of into the experience. Like if that had happened. It'd be a good story. Like, that would be such a good story. Like, could Dang you imagine it. if, like, on this podcast, I was saying, and so then the llama spat on me? Yeah, but you can't. Literally 10,000 10, downloads immediately. immediately. <laughs> yeah. Hits, I heard. Hits. Hits. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was cool because they did have, like, willow trees. And so you could just, like, pull stuff off the tree and, like, feed the Pussy llamas willow. with it. Yeah. And you could feed... <laughs> You could feed the llamas, and then that's how you kind of, like, got them to, like, pay any attention to you. Otherwise, they were, like, kind of a little uninterested. Disinterested, yeah. even. That's fair enough, honestly. And I was in their turf. I was just... Maybe it was my... It was my expectation that they would be, like, good hosts. And instead, they were just kind of, like, ambivalent. Yeah. Not everyone has... We have to have bad hosts so that we can recognize a good one. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. 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 And the alpacas were just like, you know, or no, llamas. Um, <laughs> but it was still kind of cool to be like near them and stuff. I was like, hey, I have this really, <laughs> I have this picture that's kind of funny with them because I'm like standing like a good like three feet from the llama. <laughs> like, I'm like a little, I'm a little scared to a get close to that. Do they kick? Ooh. Probably. Probably in the right circumstances. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They could. <laughs> if that if that's what's at their disposal. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause I have like like I grew up around animals, obviously, but like mm-hmm. part of growing up around animals, I have like a healthy suspicion of them. Yeah. Cause I know that much like the demons on Black Friday also, <laughs> sometimes the crazy. animals aren't thinking logically. <laughs> nope. Animals sometimes can be on demon emotional. time too. Mm-hmm. Um and so that's something you gotta be benevolent of. That's like I can never understand when people are like when people a red flag for me is when people are like just met a dog and they're just like huh, like they're up in its face and I'm like you just met that dog. Yeah. First of all, you gotta ask, <laughs> and then you gotta all, get a feel. Literally, people people be like up in a dog's face like when they first meet, and I'm like, so you can't be doing all that. They bite. Yeah. Hmm. Um. They're the big dog, and their nickname is Scooby, I heard. Um, so <laughs> uh, but yeah. And when God sings with his creations, will a demon not be part of the chorus? Yeah. Is that you? Like, did you just come up with that? <laughs> Girl, I don't think so. No, I didn't. When God <laughs> sings with his creations, will a demon not be part of the chorus? I'm just saying, it's it's godly to be demonic. Yeah. What if you sing? What if God, when God sings with his creations, it is Demons by Kim Petras? <laughs> Sung by llamas and alpacas that we have met. Mm-hmm. Something about sense. llamas is that they are a little scary because their mouths don't fully close. They have kind of like a cleft lip kind of thing. Yeah. But it just seems like it's just like how they exist. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they, and then <laughs> you can always kind of see their teeth. And it's kind of like discon- <laughs> it's kind of disconcerting to look at them like front on. Like, it's a little scary. Horse teeth, like animal teeth that are like thick like that. Oh, yeah. Bro. Horse teeth. The Not amount of like <sighs> keratin I have. Scary, actually. Getting bit by a horse, too. <clears throat> thick ass teeth. <laughs> I remember when I was at Girl Scout camp and this girl was like, why is horse poop braided? Because you know how it comes out like that. 
<laughs> hey, have you ever seen the horse shit? <laughs> I'm very aware. Yeah, yeah. Intimately aware. Um, the way I grew up. Um, <laughs> Born in the barn. Literally. Born and raised, baby. Away in the manger. Yeah. Um, yeah, and so then went to the airport, boarded my flight, came the hell home. And I've been home for... That was on, mm, I got home early Sunday morning, and it is Tuesday? Tuesday. recording this? Yeah. Yeah. (gasps) Also watch Bodies, Bodies, Bodies on the flight. Oh, such a good film. Yeah. That was honestly crazy. Yeah. When when yeah. I got to the end, I was like, "This is wild, actually." What just happened? Whoa, who read this? Whoa, Sarah Delapy, <laughs> her mind. Talk yeah, I'm a powerful woman. <laughs> oh, girl, write that down. <laughs> me, me, t- <laughs> me. When I meet Sarah Delapy, talking about the ideas in her head, write that. Write down. that down. <laughs> oh my right god! Now, yeah. So yeah, now I'm home, and. I'm enjoying the doldrums of suburbia. I'm very much in that phase. Riding away as you've been wanting to. Yes. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right in your room. I fear it's been like two days and I like haven't really done anything. That's okay. And I'm now going to have to start like doing things. My laundry. That's a big thing that needs to be done. Yeah. Um, and some other stuff. But like, I was thinking about, like, all this stuff that like, came up today that I, like, now have to do tomorrow because planning something fun for the weekend, I think. Ooh. And, um, so now I have to, like, do all this stuff tomorrow. Anyway. Oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, that's my little, my little thing. Um, but, yeah, and guys. And so, are you planning to travel after this, then, next year? Yes, tentatively, like 90, nice. 90 to 95% certain, Perfect. but Amazing. Um, yeah, just trying to take, check the temperature. Mm-hmm. That's very much what I wanted this episode to be about. Um, and yeah, just wanted to, time. you know, wanted to be honest a little bit because, um, yeah, it's, it's okay too because i feel like i put this pressure on myself to be like like when i was trying to make the decision of like should i come home or not it was like oh i only have like Mm -hmm. this amount of time left like i should just stick it out but it's like honestly like if you're you should do what you want to do yeah you're gonna enjoy doing why like why what am i trying to prove like all that kind of stuff and so i don't know i just wanted to share as a way to like you know empower people to make decisions that like feel good in their life and not because they think they should be doing something or like you know yeah. the other or whatever because like mm-hmm. I, I put like a weird expectation on myself almost and I felt like like when I had made the decision it was kind of fucked up because I felt like disappointed almost like in myself that, like I wasn't able to like stick it out a Aww. little bit oh um, you don't need to be yeah no I don't I don't feel that way anymore um good processed Journaled mm-hmm. about it. Filed. Um, Smart away. Yeah. Um, Perfect. But yeah. So guys, just do things on your own terms. So true. When you that are in the such power a good to, lesson. When you are in the power to do so. 
Yeah. And I was very blessed that I had the power to do so and change my situation when I wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to say. Yeah, and um, America's glad to have you. Literally. Mm-hmm. So my mom said when I was talking to her on the phone, she's like, nobody would be mad if you came home. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> now all my friends now my friends are hitting me up being like blowing me up <laughs> hi, hi my bright beautiful bestie hi my bright beautiful bestie hi my bright beautiful bestie exactly um but i really did miss my girls that's the thing like i missed all my girls back here in the states i was like where are y'all quinn i miss you so much especially my girl becca <laughs> Like and honestly, like I feel like so weird when I like don't like that now that we've like done this whole thing, like like the podcast. I mean, like now that we've done this, I'm so used to like conversing with you and like unpacking like everything Uh going on. That like when it doesn't happen, I'm like, "Mm." I'm like, so who even is my friends even? And Jesus, if you're listening, why do I feel alone in this room with you? <laughs> with you and Britney Spears staring at me from the many angles of my wall. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you have Do you have a Christ insignia in your room? No, because you're not religious. No, but I do no, have you... a nun Ariana looking above me from my doorframe. So Bruh. yes, in a way I do. <laughs> I have a little... I have a cross on my door frame that I bought in Assisi in Italy. Is this supposed to be good luck? My first Italy trip. I forget why I bought it, honestly. For the jokes, for the gags. No, I was like a little bit more into like organized religion in high school um, than I am now. And it's it's very like um, Catholic culture to like have crosses on the door frames. Not really sure where that started, but... Hmm. Bless this home. <laughs> Bless this home. And that's something I wish for every home listening to this podcast right now. Blessed. Um, yeah. It's probably the vampires. We gotta keep them. No, actually, if I'm in a vampire, I'd be like, come into my house, please. Just yeah, exactly. keep your distance. Like, don't bite me. <laughs> don't. Like, I'll be fuck, so pissed. What the fuck do I think <laughs> I am that like a vampire would just want to bite me? Like, do I think I'm like, is my head up my own arse in that way? <laughs> arse? Am I that <laughs> Bella Swan? <laughs> do you know I um I did want to talk to you about this as well because okay. we've obviously had the conversation of are we Trixie or are we Katya? It's true. There are some comedic duos that I feel like we really like track onto quite quite well. Like Nympho Wars, which we took inspiration for for the interview episodes. Yeah. You're a Macy. I'm a Theta. It's like, so true. I felt yeah. like that's our <laughs> dynamic as well. But then I listened to something like Seek Treatment. Have you ever listened to that? Yeah. Yeah. With Pat Regan well, and Kat Cohen. Yeah. I know Kat well. And I feel like we don't we don't fit into that dynamic well. No. Like, I feel like we both have parts of them. I think that's true. We are both too much. <laughs> like both of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If they were one person and then that person was split, it would be me and you. <laughs> we're like cross divided by them. Yeah. We're not equals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we celebrate. I'm glad. We celebrate Cat and Pat. Yeah. Cat and Pat. 
we celebrate those two in particular. Um, <laughs> Quinn and Quinn. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Bring up Quinn <laughs> Sorry, in that way. <gasps> oh my God. No, it was funny because um, in South America, everybody thought my name was Keen. <laughs> when they would read it because oh, they don't really shoot. do like in their I language. They don't really do that. No, in Spanish, they don't really do like the qua, like especially for yeah. Q-U. Mm-hmm. For like QU doesn't make a cuh, like qua sound like yeah. it does in English. Mm-hmm. So they would always be like keen. And I'd be like, that's me. <laughs> it's me, actually. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah. She. All right. Um, but yeah. I feel like I've said what I need to say about my past three weeks. Do you have any burning questions for me, Becca? About that in particular, we'll limit it right now because I know you have burning questions about mm, a lot of things about me. Yeah, that's why my brain exploded when you asked that. <laughs> I guess. Let me just say. So, do you think that you'll travel any more in South America, or are you yes. just kind of okay? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Maybe not like soon. Yeah, but eventually. Yes, but I would love to. I feel like South America. The real draw is like the natural. Like the natural kind of sites no, they have. We should like do an episode like where we get like airdropped into someplace in the Amazon and then like just podcast until someone finds us. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be so safe. Um <laughs> so safe. No, but like no, but like you said, like I would love to see like the Amazon. I really wanted to go. I was planning on going to Machu Picchu. Um, mm. as a part of my two weeks that never was. Um, mm. I really want to go to Patagonia, which is in like South South America. Mm-hmm. Um, Iguazu Falls. Um, there's like a lot of really cool natural stuff that like I didn't quite know about when I was in like the planning stages. And so like yeah. next time I go to South America, definitely want to do that. Cool. Um, and so yeah, which is the fun part about like this whole traveling thing and why it's like that was also kind of helpful to me because it was like it's all a little bit of a learning experience in it yeah it's everything so is that's how I like to look at my entire life but it's like you know it got it like allowed me to get the vibe enough where like next time I go I'm like okay well I've seen like some urban areas and now I feel like I can go and like see some like the natural stuff um mm-hmm. and so yeah it, like you know or gave some. me that little bit of insight um, yeah and so, that's yeah. good to know i would love to go back people are so nice oh, um lovely. and so yeah also back to the french for a second i feel like the french get a really bad rap for being rude um that was not my experience when i was in france they were and, nice well they're just like normal not like nice but like but something i did see in france that i saw nowhere else in the globe uh-huh. multiple times when i was in public transit if like an elderly person came on the train, young people would like get up and offer them their seats. That's so nice. Like literally, that was like like that's like it was like a cultural thing because I was on literally multiple different like on different days and like people young people would literally get up out of their seats and like be like, "Do you want to sit here?" Wow. And people are always talking about oh the French are this oh the French are that and I'm like, girl, they have some damn respect <laughs> over there. They respect their olds <laughs> all the old um, people the the over 25s they're like you can sit here isn't francis like 
they have a lot of old people same with spain and italy yeah europe has a very old population in general big place to get old at some of the florida <laughs> florida um, world florida. i listen to this new i listen to this like news person who's kind of like anti-europe um okay <laughs> cool, cool, cool and that's something he always cite he's like they have like an aging population oh um <laughs> okay so i need the the biggest question of all and this is gonna be uh good this is gonna change minds this answer were the men hotter in spain or in barcelona or in paris <laughs> in spain or in barcelona <laughs> Fuck. i'm in spain or france please 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 um spain a thousand percent italy hotter than both whoa <laughs> i did not expect that yeah okay fascinating yeah italy hotter than both um it kind of depends on what, like, yeah. Okay. I, yeah, I find the Spanish to be much more, I found, uh, Spain was, like, the most romantic place I went to. Mm, okay. Like, there was just, like, a romance to it, I felt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, France, I don't know who said, I don't know who made France the language of love, like, it's very, like, to be, like, you know. Maybe like mm-hmm. women speaking it, but men speaking French. That's a lot. Maybe that's a that's lot. That's a lot of mouth spit, too. Literally. <laughs> men speaking Spanish, however, I'm like, <laughs> fan me off. I'm hot, hot, hot. <laughs> exactly. Men speaking Italian, I'm leaving snail trails about town. <laughs> about town. Call me baby. Gary because I'm leaving. They a say, who goes there? <laughs> People are slipping in the streets. <laughs> It's getting slippy out. True. No, but my I did also um after going to Milan and Paris, the fashion capitals of Europa. Zewil. My favorite style was definitely still in Berlin. Okay. I feel like I was fitting towards you. Yeah. Berlin's Let like my vibe. Yawn. Yeah. It's still my favorite place I've been to. Oh my god. Love that. I keep a ranking in my phone. <laughs> Well, we still have to go to Tokyo, Quinn. <gasps> yeah. No, yeah. That has the power to change all. When I go to Tokyo, I'm going to be like, guys, you need to get on my friend. I'm going to be like handing out flyers <laughs> with your name on it. Like, I'm going to be like, guys, <laughs> get to know her now. <laughs> like, guys, she's going to be huge here. You need to listen. <laughs> you got to know. No, at work the other day, like I wore like pink tights or something and everyone was like you're so cool like i love your fashion and i, and then I you're said, like the I, japanese when i as- <laughs> ascend upon tokyo no i li- like someone said my style was like very kawaii and i was like well listen to this my friend predicts that europe will not get me but tokyo or <laughs> japan is gonna love me and they agreed with you no you are you are very kawaii yeah <gasps> something about me you would love I'm i'm playing the new pokemon game you would love this gym leader I just beat. <gasps> Send a photo. You would, You should actually get it. There's a lot of gym leaders that like remind me of you in the Pokemon universe. Thank you. Actually, and by that I just mean I thought of another one after this one. I'm <sighs> yeah, Becca. You would love her. Aww. She's a her. streamer. <gasps> really? 
yeah that's like her profession other than being a gym leader oh lovely she's she's a single mom who works two jobs (laughs) um okay but while becca and i look at that off camera Mm -hmm. we're gonna take a little break probably have like a 15 minute chat and then we'll be back to you guys but you won't be privy to that um some things are just for us sorry That scared me a little bit. That was spooky. Why is your penis on a dead girl's phone? (laughs) Anyway, now that we got that (laughs) out of the way, (laughs) thank God someone is it. So no comment corner this week. You guys are flopping as usual. Um, (laughs) and I'm pissed. And I'm pissed, but I'm actually kind of not pissed because I need to ask Becca a question. Okay. Season 10, episode one, Below Deck. Did you watch? <laughs> wait, wait. Season 10, episode one. Wait, is there a new season coming out right now? Yes, it premiered on Monday. Wait, <gasps> what the fuck? There was wait, a new episode last that. night. There was a new episode last night. Is that true? <gasps> yes. <gasps> I'm in such a rush. I only Googled season and episode one nothing else they're like you could be talking about a lot of things actually <laughs> you could be talking about so much stuff low deck oh my god wait okay so i'm assuming captain lee has to be back yes i think he's gonna leave halfway through the season though because he's on he has a cane not again <sighs> honestly my dream cast came true because guess who's chief still no no, 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 no. But Fuck. like second best option. Maybe. Aisha? Aisha? <gasps> no, but she's on she's on down under. I'm okay, maybe third best option. What You're right hell? to think it's an immigrant. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Who's it? Not- Fraser. Fuck. Oh, he really deserves that. No, literally, I was like Fraser and Rachel's back. Oh, I love Rachel. Chef Rachel. Yeah. Rachel. And they're in a new Best. boat. They're not on the Mycena for the first time in like. Oh, five thank years. God. Because that boat is so fucking ugly. The boat's oh even God. bigger. They're all talking about how big the boat is. Really? Oh, my God. Okay, I forgot there well, was a new episode last night. I literally need to go and watch that like right after we get off this. I'm going to have to watch that immediately as well. Um, Holy shit. Well, you need to watch Mediterranean because the boat called home. You need to know Captain Sandy, first of all. And then the boat called home. She does seem like a slayer a little bit. <laughs> she is. She's. Yeah, I love her. She has a girlfriend, long term <laughs> girlfriend. And they're so cute. I look at their Instagrams all the time. I found drugs in your cabin. You need to get off the boat. <laughs> now. We'll move mm-hmm. on to what some would say is the centerpiece of this whole show we do. Okay. Or more appropriately, the capstone, I believe, would be a better term for it. But mm. we now have our jump scare and our manifesting moments of the week. A jump scare, which we traditionally start with, is something. It's actually going to be pretty expansive because we have three holy to material, but it's something that we saw 
And we said, oh, I'm actually really terrified by that. Mm, yeah. It's something that is shaking me in my core currently. And so, Becca, what would you say that thing is for you across the past three weeks? Yeah. Um. So th- this is actually something I tweeted about. So you may you may have a notion of what it is. And that is that recently um I found out that it- Atlantic City is real. I did <laughs> see this from you. So what I thought was mm-hmm. that it was like a Timbuktu situation. Which is also famously real. What? <laughs> no way like no way yes what i'm like 95 percent sure timbuktu is also a real place what the fuck this is this is very much this is a cinematic parallel to earlier on this podcast when i said 2021 <laughs> we're just wrong yes timbuktu is very is a city in mali what the hell situated 20 kilometers north of the niger river okay so the town is the capital of the tombuktu region one of the eight administrative regions of mali at a population of fifty-four thousand four hundred fifty-three in the 2009 census but it's famously been a long time since 2009 as a glee episode released in 2015 stated and that was a long time ago now as well so okay yeah that's true <laughs> um okay Okay, but we found so... out Atlantic City and Timbuktu are real places. <laughs> real places. No, but I just thought, wow. Okay, well, I explicitly remember my mom telling me Timbuktu is like this fake place, and it's just a way to say that. Some she probably believes that that's a fake place, and that it's just a way to say that it's really far away. Um. Okay, she got like, confused fuck? with East Jabib. What's that? That's another phrase, like, oh, like I'm like I was in East Jibip. Like I was in like nowhere, like the boonies. Never heard that. The boonies are real. <laughs> <laughs> um no, but I literally just thought like Atlantic City was like made up to like talk about like, you know, I don't know, like gambling and um I thought it was just like made up for like TV. <laughs> I know. I thought for a minute you were gonna get. I was like, I wanted to ask you if you got it confused with the city of Atlantis. I mean, subconsciously, I cannot deny that that has happened. Yeah. Do you know what I find even more confusing than the existence of Atlantic City? What? The fact that there are two ocean cities, which are both on the East Coast. One in Maryland and one in New Jersey. That's something I can't personally like understand and wrap my mind around to me it's like saying oh i'm going to the carolinas and then you say south or north it's like i'm going to ocean city jersey or maryland Mm. i have to never go to either of them um fair enough uh, fair enough yeah that that is a disconcerting thing to find out though it's just a little bit well, and now what happened live, just again. <laughs> for the whole world so, to see. <laughs> for the whole world to see. And yeah, it's pretty humiliating, especially because I think, if I'm remembering correctly, 
It's the first time I've ever been wrong. You weren't wrong. You just like didn't know. Okay, cool. So I've never been wrong then. Yeah. Perfect. I don't think you should start now. Thanks. <laughs> I don't think that's enough to start. It's like, too late. Being a, like being on a wrong journey. Like Yeah, no, literally. They say it's never too late to start, but it's in this called, case um, it actually is. It's called invincible ignorance because when you were young, an authority figure came up to you and said, so Atlantic City is where people go to gamble and then Timbuktu is a made up place where people go. Mm-hmm. And you decided to put trust in your adult figure, which you were in your right to do as a child. Mm-hmm. You were well within your rights and your boundaries. Exactly. And just because those people didn't know, they imparted, like, you know, not standard. So if False anything, knowledge. The wrongness of your forefathers does not transfer onto you. And God said that, Thank I'm pretty sure. Thank- yeah, no, I heard that too. <laughs> um, It's like when my math teacher told everyone that when it says there's a 50% chance of rain, it means it's definitely going to rain just in 50% of the area, which is a lie. That's a fucking lie. It's not how probability works. Was he was he yanking your chain or was he like, was he dead ass serious? He was yanking on my chain. <laughs> <laughs> he was pulling my chain. He's pulling your leg a little bit. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So fucking scary. But Quinn, what has been scary with you lately? Anything making you jump? Yeah, honestly, um, it all happened when I was actually honestly just like my travel like home was a little bit it was like not the worst travel day I've had ever. But it was just I think it was because it was like the last time I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I just want to be home. So I was in the Santiago airport, and after I cleared security, like, when I flew from France to Sao Paulo, they did, like, a meal service in the beginning, and then you got a little snack towards the end. But between mm-hmm. that, I was a little hungry. And so I was, like, I was, like, so I, it was, like, a similar amount of, like, my flight home from Chile was 10 hours. I flew from Chile to JFK. Mm-hmm. Um. And uh, it was 10 hours. It was a red eye, though. So I slept a little bit. I actually slept mm-hmm. the most I've ever slept on a plane. So perfect. perhaps for that, actually. <laughs> um, but I was like, I was like, I'm not going to make the same mistake. I'm going to learn from my mistakes. And I bought Brave. some snacks before I went on the plane, which included not really a snack, but more of like a hydration tool, bottle of mm-hmm. water. Perfect. Because famously, if you buy a bottle of water after security, you can just walk right on the plane with it. Yep. Everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. Ask anyone. Ask everybody. I'll say it. You can. Literally. So one of my one of my pet peeves when traveling is when you're boarding. First of all, first of all, people, 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 people. Why do we have to be standing up? before boarding like before they start even calling groups why do we have to be standing up and like trying our hardest to be near like the line like i get that there's only a limited amount of like overhead space for me personally the least amount of time i can spend on the airplane the better like i don't get the people who want to be on the plane for longer than they have to 
I will never understand that. Me neither. Um, I'm the last one on, the first one off. I'm running literally. over children, babies, mothers, <laughs> grandmothers. Hell. Um, Hell. <laughs> Anyone. Becca is not like the French. She hates the olds. Um, <laughs> so. That's the first thing I don't get. Second thing I don't get is when they're boarding people, but there is a line on the bridge or like the tarmac. I hate when like I've scanned everything and I'm like, oh, I'm going to walk on the plane now. Eh." There's actually a line. (laughs) Wrong. Yeah. Another line you have to wait. That's my other least favorite thing. Where there's no weather like regulator. Oh, yeah. That thing is either winter and you're like, yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Another great point by my friend Becca. Thank you. So. I'm about to board my flight back to America. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I look, and there are people standing on the bridge. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Mm-hmm. But then I get a little closer. And I'm like, oh, it's a little weird. And there is a another security check. What the hell? Yeah. So, like, Wait, They're searching right? people's bags again, basically, like before we get on the flight. And mind you, this is not like any other. This is not it's unlike so any other airport I've ever been to, where I had to put all my belongings through a machine. Yeah. So that the airport could verify I didn't have like a bomb or anything. Yeah. Um. But, and this is this is the thing with flying. This is the thing with flying. There's not enough rhyme or reason to it. And it's why everybody's on fucking edge at the airport. Like, I hate when people are on edge at the airport. But honestly, I cannot blame people. I have to blame the airlines because there's no rules about anything. I also mm-hmm. have to blame the security apparatuses because when you go somewhere, you don't know if you're going to have to take off your shoes. You don't know if you're going to have to take out your laptop. You don't know if you're going to have to separate your liquids. You don't know if you're going to have to take off your belt. It's different at mm-hmm. every fucking airport. And if you don't do it exactly how they like it at that airport, you feel like the dumbest idiot in the damn world. Yeah. But as somebody who travels through a lot of different airports, you're like, oh, it works this way at the Philadelphia airport. It works this way at the Santiago airport. It works this way at the Seoul airport, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it could... anyway. Who's to fucking say? And so now I'm in this other security line. So, so to me as a consumer, I'm like, so why wasn't that machine that I had to put all my belongings through good enough for y'all? <laughs> Why did you do the job? <laughs> that machine is like, all I ever wanted was to be good enough for you. Ew. Um, ew. 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 And, um. Thank you. So, I had to get up and give my bag. And I set my water bottle down. And the person who's about to search my bag goes, no liquids over 100 milliliters. 100 milliliters yes which is standard for like carry-on like for your little travel toiletries and stuff yeah but i'm like we're past that point in the game yeah it's rude it's not like, nice now to i'm that. allowed to bring on whatever the fuck i want yeah and apparently that was not the case on this flight so i said so i can't because i've never been on a flight where that was the case that you couldn't bring on like a water a bottle like yeah and now me because it was like five dollars because i bought it in an airport uh-huh. And I'm like, so what the fuck am I going to do now? So I had to chug it. Yeah, in front of them. Damn. Yeah, because I wasn't going to, like, throw it away. Because, like, yeah. that would have been. And they were even making people who had, like, like people who had, like, refilled, like, their reusable water bottles after security. Like, they had to dump their water. 
it was like a waste it was so it was so weird i've never experienced anything like this and then of course we're literally taking off we're like midway through ascent and i got a piss like a damn racehorse damn but the fasten seatbelt sign is on and i'm not like one time because i used to be like okay it's okay if i have to go to the bathroom and like the fasten seatbelt sign is on i just have to be careful then i was on a lufthansa flight one time and this german flight attendant was very fucking rude to me about it oh my god she like yelled at me to go back to my seat and i was like girl, I was very just fucking hey <laughs> you want me to piss on the floor <laughs> um, <laughs> i'm pulling my panties out like a hoe literally not a flower. um yeah um yeah. Uh, what was I say? but anyway so it was just it was just the whole thing and then when I got home, I had to take a shuttle from JFK to Philadelphia Airport. I want to talk about East Jabip, some of the places they were dropping people off on that shuttle. Yeah. Um, but I made it home. Good. It literally took me... It was so annoying. It took me literally... I live probably two hours at most from JFK with the mm-hmm. amount of traffic that there was, which surprisingly little amount of traffic for the weekend after Thanksgiving. Mm. Took me five hours to get from JFK to my house. Ooh. It's a good thing I got sleep on that flight because otherwise I'd have been a little I mean, crazy. That's so annoying though. Yeah. I hate traffic. You know when you like get to the end of traffic and it just clears up and you're like, I hate you guys. Like this started <laughs> for no reason. Literally, um, waiting traffic is one of my least favorite things ever. Unpopular opinion. <laughs> I'll say it. Let me it, does anyone again. here not like being stuck in traffic? Wait, you should tweet that. I feel like nobody has talked about how annoying it is to be stuck in traffic. Why is no one talking about this? <gasps> this needs to be... Bre- Let me make an infographic for the Instagram. Let's, let's normalize <laughs> being annoyed by being stuck in, in traffic. traffic. <laughs> let's normalize honking the whole time you're in traffic <laughs> to get people out of the way. Can I tell you, I've never honked my horn in my car. Okay, so I literally was just talking to someone about this. I, for the first time, like, found actually where my Paris's little honker is. um, (laughs) Because I never honked my horn. And I was talking to my friend. She was like, oh, I honk my horn all the time. I was like, damn, I kind of hate you for that. No, when you're in a car with people, people have you ever been in a car with somebody who, like, honks their horn? Like, yeah, I'm always like, I'm like, that was crazy. (laughs) So why would you do that? Now, do you know what is also bad when you're in like a scary Uber ride? <laughs> oh, the amount of times I've feared for my life in an Uber. Not because like the drivers. I've never been like afraid of like the driver. Oh, I have before. But like of the driving in particular. Yeah. When an well, Uber driver is driving like a damn nut. Yeah. I'm like, sir, I'm paying you for this. You have to deliver me I'm safely. Like, I'm I'm scared. I'm scared. And it's like a weird social situation because you can't be like, like to your friend, you're like, bro, why are you driving? Like, stopping a freak. But to an Uber driver, you have, you can't be like, <laughs> to your friend, you could go, <laughs> driving this buzz. <laughs> exactly. Who's driving this buzz? <laughs> um, it's so true. One time, me and my dad were in a taxi and the guy was driving like, a literal maniac and someone pulled out in front of him like normal 
but he was just speeding so much and driving so erratically. And he was like, oh, sir, did you see that? And my dad was like, yeah, you need to stop. You need to leave. You need to leave. It's true. Yeah, that was crazy. Your dad's real for that. Yeah, Bill. Bill. But yeah, so that's my jump scare. That's how this all started. Um, now <laughs> we get to the manic pixie moments of the week. This is just a time in the week where Becca and I just felt like, ooh, ah, ooh. Um, and so Becca, what was that moment for you this week? Mm, good question. I'm kind of coming up with these off the top of my head, so it's just off the, the dome. Came to mind off the dome, bro. Um, I was pranked today with a little. I was pregnant. <laughs> no, and don't ever say that. Don't say it. Don't don't manifest that. <laughs> okay, now I'm scared again. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, guys, let me try and get over that. Um, but I was pranked today with a a joke can of Pringles, or <gasps> sorry, Mister Delicious chips, and it like the snake thing pops out. Um, I did That's point it away from so me because I was suspicious. School, yeah, no, it was classic. But it made me think of a TikTok that I cannot stop thinking about. Like I cannot stop thinking about it because of how many quotes I had in it. And um, it's time that I talked about a TikTok for being the best part of my week because of how much time I spend on the app, truly. But mm-hmm. um, in this particular TikTok, a boy is cooking a pizza and his friend switches out his pizza in the oven with a tiny, tiny little pizza. <laughs> and so he opens the oven and he's like, yo, my pizza shrunk. And then his friend, like, he says so many things, but his friend gaslights him and is like, oh, bro, you do- you brought Tony. No, like, you brought, <laughs> you bought Tony's pizza. It's probably like a joke pizza. <laughs> and, and then he says the words, oh, dude, you got a bone pizza, bro. The amount of times I've said that in the past day. Oh, you got a bone pizza, bro. Just calling something bone, like, is so funny. Oh, it's probably bone, dude. <laughs> Wait, what does like bone, like, bone mean in the context? Just, like... Like, a bone pizza... Well, a bone anything. It's just, like, a... It's messed up, dude. Or it's, like, it's like goofed. It's absolutely goofed. <laughs> Goof. It's probably joke pizza. And he was, like, oh. What? Joke pizza? You can't buy that. You can't buy that. I don't shut out in the market. <laughs> in the market, please. Yeah. So I'm just gonna be calling a lot of things bone nowadays. Mm. Wait, why did you? Oh yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, why didn't you ask me first? But I did go first. So <laughs> <laughs> why did you ask me first? No, it is crazy how things we just think about things we saw on social media. Like for me, <laughs> I like haven't been able to get the yes and oh, no! out of my mind. Wait, 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 <laughs> Quinn. My most recent photo in my phone. <laughs> Winter Inslist contestant 
is that fucking dog? <laughs> oh my god. Do you know what I think this calls for? A stainless entry? <laughs> Yasing Chihuahua. Fuck yeah. Yasing Chihuahua. No, he's so us coded. So the best sucks. use of it, the best use of it was definitely when Mike's Mike tweeted out best believe I'm so <laughs> Okay. Did you watch Mike's Mike um <laughs> The Scooby Doo one? Was... Yeah. No, I didn't watch it yet. Oh, it's so good. I and do it... need to watch that though. It's it truly is one of the best movies, and he's my favorite YouTuber, so like it just is it all makes we sense. We need to talk no, Scooby Doo is a franchise. Do you know what movie I think about at least once a week? Say it. Scooby-Doo Cyber Chase. No, literally. I think of that fucking virus guy, the blue guy, made out of lightning. Yeah. You want to talk about a Yasser? (laughs) You want to talk about a Slayer? (laughs) He was so sharp. No, because I tweeted out out my close friend seated for Below Deck premiere the other day. Oh, my God. The Chihuahua. Fuck, I missed it. Oh my god. Yeah. No, I saw like the whole video recently. <laughs> like okay, what? The last month. Because it, it's from a video of the Chihuahua. Oh, is it growling? No, it's like just kind of licking, and I think they caught it in like the right place. <laughs> they got- he seems kind of nervous actually in the video, from what I remember. I would believe that. I feel That's like such a good picture. I feel like I haven't like appreciated it until really such a recently. Good because like it's been around for a while. I no, I feel like if I spent the day with Teddy, I could definitely capture him in a moment like that. <laughs> Yassing Teddy. <laughs> Yassing Teddy. <laughs> oh my god. And then there was also but... another tweet I was thinking about is let them visit the White Lotus. <laughs> and it's Barb oh, and yeah. Star. I still need to watch that, but I I, you know. You do. We're Barb and Star coded. I've watched the trailer so many times now. I feel like something could, like, something exactly like what happened in Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar could happen to us. I believe it already. I don't even know what you're talking about, but I believe it. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch the... <sighs> Boy. All right. Oh well, God. this all leads me to ask you, Quinn, what is your Manic Pixie moment of the friggin' week? My very pretty moment this week. I had a little something waiting for me when I got home. As I believe I've talked about on the podcast, this is going to be thrown back for a real one. Okay. But over the summer, I did The Artist Way. Yeah. As we all probably remember. Yeah. I'm actually coming up on 90 days since I finished the damn program, if you can believe it or not. Oh. I have it marked in my calendar because Julia Cameron set out a little challenge for 90 days after. Anyway. Um, but as a part of the artist way, Miss Cameron was like, mm, get some hobbies. And so I was like, actually, you're right about that. So what did <laughs> I do? Good point. Good point. I went good on answer. eBay.com and invested in a camera. It's actually right there. Oh. It's in frame. I see her. Okay. Yeah, okay. Her. What's her name? I don't know. I did want to rehash though. Remember when we were talking about naming my nook? Yeah. Her name is Marjorie. Oh, nice. Yeah. So we'll think of her name. Actually, I'm kind of leaning towards Lucia. 
Oh, I was thinking Beverly. Beverly is also an iconic name. Mm-hmm. She doesn't give me Beverly vibes, though, the camera. Maybe her strap is called Beverly. <gasps> the, the strap is cow print. It's Becca coated. Think about it. Yeah. <laughs> but Lucia is the name of one of the characters on The White Lotus, who's a slayer. And I think okay, is good. probably going to be one of the people that dies. Anyway. <gasps> um. But yeah, so I've been experimenting with Miss Girl for mm-hmm. a couple months now. I took her all throughout Europe with me and South America. Oh, shoot. Okay. Snap some photos. I have like 11 rolls of film to develop. Oh, my word. Yeah. My credit card statement is going to be weird. Um, <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> anyway. Before I left on my adventure... I dropped off my film literally the day I was leaving to go to damn Europe. Okay. I got a call on my way to the airport. Or no, it was probably before I left for the airport from the camera store. I dropped them off at to get developed. So I wasn't able to pick them up, but I sent my mother in my stead while I was, you know, exploring. Mm-hmm. But I finally got home and I got to look through the pictures that I had. I dropped off like six rolls of film. Oh, and honestly, looking at the slay? photos, yes. Uh, God. Hey, <laughs> legendary. It was a little different than I was expecting because my camera is actually quite nice, especially for Ooh. $40. Some of the pictures oh. are very Shoot. high quality. I mean, it is an SLR, but I thought it because it was like film, it was going to look a little bit more like what a disposable camera looks like. But honestly, uh-huh. the pictures are very crisp, like the good oh, ones, because some lovely. of them are a little, you know, object camera, the light wasn't right. So mm-hmm. um, still learning object camera. But when I went to the lake and the lake creature took my phone, it was yeah. my only way I could take pictures. So all my pictures from the lake were on there. I have so many cute Aww. pictures of my friends. Oh, um, and honestly, like I have like amazing pictures I took of like the city of Pittsburgh, of like some other random stuff. Um, I have this one really cool picture of the sun setting behind Phipps. I'll have to show you, Becca, because it's a slayer. I love, uh, aww. And so, yeah, I'm obsessed with the results because I thought it was like, because like I thought like several times because my camera was honestly kind of like a lot to carry around like throughout Europe because it's a little big and bulky, Miss Lucia back Uh there. Not to hate on her. We don't judge her because of her size. We just have to. Be a little honest it's about a reality. It sometimes. It's yeah, reality. it's a reality. And sometimes when I would like take her with me for the day, it would just be like so much because she is, you know, a little hefty, a little she she takes up a certain amount of space as she's entitled to. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know. I, I was I always thought it was ironic. It's like I've I've committed so much to this and I've shot so many rolls of film and I have not seen a single picture. But now that I have, obsessed with the results. Oh, thank God. And I'm ready. Are you going to make like a photo book? (gasps) Yes, I do want to. I'm like obsessed with the idea of like physical photo albums. I really want to make them like it's one of my projects I really want to do to like go back through like my life, at least like my life on like my phone Mm. and like make like yearly photo albums because my parents, the wedding anniversary is actually coming up this week, I believe. Whoa. December 3rd. On December 3rd, he asked me what day it was. And in 1994, 
it was my parents' wedding day, actually. Um, Whoa. Uh, Whoa. But, um, so this time of year, I forget if it was last year or the year before, they brought out, like, their wedding album. Mm-hmm. And I, like, loved looking through it. I thought it was so cool. And I'm like, this is so, like, digital photography. It's so cool that people can have, like, a camera in their pocket. Mm-hmm. and all this stuff but like there's something so fun about picking up like an album turning the damn page and being like oh my god what's that yeah no it's true like pointing to it with my mother and being like mom tell me about this person i don't know who they are me and my well me and my mom go through old photo albums all the time we have a lot of laughs she also at her wedding my parents wedding she had she gave every debt guest a disposable camera and did one of those oh my god when becca and i get married that's gonna be our no. thing yeah when how did i just realize we have to get married at some point <laughs> i know oh my god <laughs> that'd be so fun it just came to me too no literally because like the ceremony is gonna we? be in timbuktu oh my god full circle and then bachelor and bachelorette Atlantic City. Yup. Yep. No. Ocean City is what we're in the competing ocean cities. <laughs> ocean City. <laughs> Honeymoon Atlantis. <laughs> I can pull a Under the water. Under the water. I know a few memories, actually. <laughs> so, anywho. Yeah, but I'm honestly obsessed. And honestly, I'm just like, do I think about like, if I have a, like, when I have children someday? And, like, mm-hmm. if all those are in an album and they're, like, looking and they're, like, who's this person? I'm, like, oh, my God. My friend Ian. My God. Yeah. My friend Corey. My God. That's Mandy. Pittsburgh. 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 <laughs> I'm, like, oh, my God. That's the sunset. Um, <laughs> That's the sun. You know. Before um, it was 3,000 degrees hotter and burning up all the children <laughs> that you have. Literally. <laughs> sorry sorry girl <laughs> um and yeah oh my god it's well that's awesome show. i'm so glad you have a hobby yeah <laughs> isn't it crazy i need one and i have like no desire to monetize it okay that's actually crazy <laughs> i yeah i have no desire i'm like it's fun like it's so nice Perfect. just having something because i feel like Did i'm like you? it's nice because looking at the photos it's like i'm good enough at it where it's like because i thought of this also you know how people are always like not old people be like oh my god kids these days they don't even know how to change a tire on their car Mm -hmm. like they'll say some shit like that and it's like valid Mm -hmm. that might be a good skill to have but it's just like generationally we just learn different skills Mm -hmm. like do you know what people our generation like in aggregate can do so much better than people like our parents age take a photo literally take a photo we've been doing it all our lives so like me never had any formal photography training but like i bought a camera that auto focuses i bought a camera that auto focuses and i can take Mm -hmm. figure out how to take a good photo with it masterpieces baby masterpiece i'm perfectly incomplete i'm still working on my masterpiece and whose song is that? 
but the best recording artist of all time, Miss Jessie J. It's true. The Yassing Chihuahua, legend has it, the Yassing Chihuahua is actually listening to Domino when it yasked. No, I heard that too. (laughs) (laughs) The streets have been saying. Um, So they they asked. So they asked. Um, And so, yeah. I guess that's our damn show for this week. Oh, what the hell? Ah, what the hell? hell? This guy stinks. Brother, this guy stinks. Uh, I wish I could do the voice perfect with that one girl. (laughs) Where's my diet, Dr. Kelp? (laughs) I drink my diet, Dr. Kelp. (laughs) Dr. Kelp, bro. But I guess we should end the show. Um, So, Becca... (laughs) If people yeah. don't want to keep up with you, which I implore them vehemently to do. Oh, thank you. How in the hell can they even do that these days? Good question. Well, they can start by following me on Instagram. This platform, Check. I don't know if you've heard, um, by Mark. And my Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> I forget who that was. I forget who that. I think it was um. Somebody was calling him a rapper who got like banned from Instagram for like a very valid reason. Kept making new Instagrams and calling him Mark Zuckerberger. (laughs) And they talked about it a lot on the Read, which is a podcast I listen to. And so like Mark Zuckerberger comes up a lot. (laughs) Zuckerberger. Perfect. Anyway, um, at Becca Hobart, Twitter mm-hmm. and Spotify, Bex Gloss, and then mm-hmm. TikTok, where y'all going during World War Three? Quinn. Shoot. <laughs> they can also find me at the bottom of the ocean, baby. <laughs> Atlantis City. <laughs> Atlantis City, I'm coming for you. Mm-hmm. Um, Quinn, where can the people keep up with you individually? You can keep up with me on Instagram and TikTok at Quimpy Murphy. Um, mm. you can also follow me on Twitter at Quimpy Murphy underscore. Something else I wanted to address on the show, I'll do as a coda mm. right now. Y'all who are hating on Twitter, I don't respect you. Um, yeah. I realize this man just over just took over Twitter. And it's a dark time on the app right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't trust people who have had someone, have had a force in their life that is so consistently offeratory to them, gives them jokes, gives them memes, gives them culture even. And the minute someone you don't like is at the helm and doing some goofy stuff with it that isn't really affecting day-to-day users, you're going to be like oh this app sucks i'm going elsewhere i'm going elsewhere if they just deleted the whole app off the app store i would be happy hold on now stop with that i need to stop with that especially my god especially if you are somebody who would feel any sort of way about instagram being wiped off the face of the earth 
Yeah. You are unserious as a person. You are unserious. Yeah. If you, you are don't get it. someone who be on Instagram like da, 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 and you're like, oh, I hate Twitter. Red yeah. flag. Red flag. <laughs> so you don't have critical thinking skills. If you like Instagram more than Twitter, you're just a non-intellectual. Sorry. You're probably not funny. You're not, and you're certainly not a humorist. No. <laughs> uh, write that down. Yeah, guys, we have to, Twitter's in a dark time right now. We have to support we her through need that. To, we have to support exactly, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So and keep tweeting that Yasing Chihuahua. Yes, keep fill the site it. with it. Fill yeah. the site with it. I'd be lying mm-hmm. if I said I didn't consider changing my profile picture to the Yasing Chihuahua. Even my header, even. Hell. <laughs> um. Uh, <laughs> Fuck. But yeah, that's, um, you can also find me with my concealed carry um, basically anywhere, but I don't have, I'm not at liberty to tell you where I'll have it Holy and fuck. where I won't. Not another un- undisclosed piece of information. Damn. <laughs> Only because Becca told me to shoot. Um, I don't actually have, I don't know if I can get in trouble for saying that because I don't think I live in a concealed carry state, but guys, I don't oh. actually own a gun. Um, it's just a water bottle. It's just a water bottle that I smuggled on the plane from Chile. (laughs) Yeah, that's over 100 milliliters. Yes, shut the fuck up. Shut up. Shut your fucking mouth. (laughs) Um, uh, But, Beaker, where can people follow the show if they want to? Oh, yeah. They can follow at Manic Pixie Jumpscare on Instagram, TikTok, and also YouTube, where we put the podcast at length and also (gasps) some exclusive content, usually. What? My jump scare was going to be the fact that when I was in Brazil, I had the wrong outlet. And so, guys, that oh, is yeah. why our episode with Nern was a little late on all platforms, especially YouTube. Because mm-hmm. then the video didn't export properly and I was in bad Wi-Fi. And <laughs> Crazy. Producing a show from different countries is tough sometimes. A little sometimes. bit chaotic, yeah. So, for our YouTube audience, we love y'all. Mm-hmm. Y'all Thank doing you. some good numbers on there. A yeah, we love silent, you. Silent majority, you guys are. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. It's, it's crickets in the comments section. Yeah, we'll literally. See. Y'all be tuning in. Yeah, um, yeah, for real. We thank you. But um, yeah. So hard, but yeah. Apologies for that. If anybody has made it this far into the episode, um, <laughs> and so, yeah. Um, but yeah. So. It's on there though. It's on yeah, there. There's just a no video there. part of it, but you can listen to it there. Um, and you can also comment there, guys. And if you don't start commenting or also emailing in to manicpixiejumpscare at gmail.com, there's going to be some issues. Yeah. We have a reprimanding system and it just hasn't been exposed to you guys yet, but we you're have not going to like it. Yeah. And it's not going to be good. And you're on, you, I hate to say it. You're gonna be on the naughty list. Like Santa has heard what you did. Oh my God. Oh, it's true. The Christmas season is upon us. Yeah. And then the Jewish <gasps> Santa also first heard. Christmas. Hey. Baby's first Christmas. MPJ turns what? Seven Six months? months. Yeah, seven months. Holy we've shit. Can you believe we've been doing this show for half a damn year? Half a year? No, 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 no. Uh, no. 
No, sometimes I think about uh... like how we felt like like how we did literally a special for like our 10 episodes and now we have so many more episodes now. We have almost three times that amount of episodes. No, that's actually insane. Wait. Who did that? <laughs> we did it, girl. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. Fair we enough. showed up every week, sometimes multiple times a week. Yeah. When we was <laughs> making a back catalog. Yeah. That <laughs> that very August. <laughs> Anyhow. We were grinding for the show in August. Anyway. Yeah. We're always grinding for the show. It's true. We're Quinn. Quinn. And, and we're, we're Becca. Becca. And, and thank you. Thank you. For listening. Listening. Christmas. 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 Down. I'm watching it for Baby, please go. Oh. Perfect. Manic Pixie Jump Scare is hosted by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Executive produced by Quinn Murphy and Becca Hobart. Sound and video editing by Quinn Murphy. Social media management and highlights by Becca Hobart. And our theme song was written by Quinn Murphy, Becca Hobart, and Nandita Mahesh.